Thank you for listening to this message from The Resting Place Tampa. We exist for the lost to be found, the found to be free, and peace to reign in our city. For more great resources like this, check out TheRestingPlaceTampa.com. Well, today, just in the rest of our time together, we're going to be brief, but I just felt like the Lord say, we need wisdom. I've been asking the Lord for wisdom, and I have a very special announcement about our gatherings coming at the very end of this, so stay tuned in for that if you want to know uh, what's coming down the line for us as a church as far as reopening and when. I'll be giving that info at the very end, so those who endure to the end shall be saved, okay? So you just have to listen, but... I've been asking the Lord for wisdom. I've been crying out for wisdom. And then the Lord said, the wisdom is crying out to you. I've been crying out for wisdom. And then he reminded me that wisdom actually is crying to me. Listen to this. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 20 in the New Living Translation says, Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. We don't have a lack of wisdom. The issue is not a lack of wisdom. The issue is not that wisdom isn't speaking. We need to be attentive to wisdom's cry. We need to be more attentive to wisdom's cry. There are so many voices. I mean, tons of stuff online. I've been, I don't know about you guys. I've been like reading the news and watching stuff online more than I ever have in my life. You know, I've I've been reading all the articles. I've been looking up all the stats. I've been, uh, you know, watch. I've never watched the news ever. You know, ever. And now in this time, I've been watching the news. I've been, I've been attentively watching the news. Like, I feel like I have to. There's like all this information. And, and you know, when you lead an organization, we have to make decisions. You need to be informed, right? I want to make informed decisions. But there's something about not just tuning in to all the other voices. There's something about tuning into the voice of wisdom. So I think as a church, the Lord is saying, We need to be attentive to the cry of wisdom. That the first voice we should listen to is the voice of wisdom. Uh, I saw earlier, one of our overseers was on here. His name is Billy Balot, And that just reminded me, hey, Billy, if you're watching still. He was my youth pastor. He still is my pastor. He's been pastoring me for over like 15 years. Prays for me all the time. Aren't you grateful for like committed, faithful pastors? He's just been pastoring me half of my life. I'm 30 years old. He's been pastoring half my life. I just did the math did the math Edward are you proud of me I'm, I'm really bad at math so just wanted to know so he would always say because I would come to him with questions you know we all have questions about what what is truth right like especially as young people and I would ask him and he would say things like well what is wisdom saying what does wisdom say about that And he would always bring me back to the Bible. He would always bring me back to the Word. He would say, what does wisdom say about that? He was constantly pointing me to the cry of wisdom. He was constantly saying, what is wisdom saying? And I think that is beautiful. So I want to give just a little bit of direction today. And then we're going to have some interactive questions, okay? We're interacting here. We're going to answer the questions together. Uh, as a team, I'm gonna, I'll turn off my mic and we'll just talk together here. But we want you to answer these questions at home. Uh, so we'll have them on the screens in just a minute. But first, I want to read to you Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 through 9. This is out of the Passion Translation. It says, So make wisdom your quest. Search for the revelation of life's meaning. Don't let what I say go in one ear and out the other. Again, this is wisdom. Don't let what wisdom says 
Go in one ear and out the other. Stick with wisdom and she will stick with you. Stick to you, sorry. Protecting you throughout your days. That's good news. She will rescue all those who passionately listen to her voice. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity, so buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need, so invest in it. Wisdom will exalt you when you exalt her truth. She will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. You will be adorned with beauty and grace, and wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you, making you victorious in the race. I love this quote by Charles Spurgeon. He says, discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. Discernment is not knowing the difference between right and wrong. It's knowing the difference between right and almost right. It's knowing the difference between right and almost right. And my friend Brent Simpson, he's a local pastor of Arise Church. They're amazing. They partnered with us at the very beginning and bought us a bunch of chairs that we don't need right this second. But they helped us out at the beginning. He said this on Facebook yesterday. He said, wisdom is almost always found in balance. Folly is almost always found in extremes. Wisdom is almost always found in balance. Folly is almost always found in extremes. Difference between right and almost right. The difference between being totally extreme about something and just being right in the balance, right? Jesus is the way. There's a way, and it's balanced. It's the Lord. So I just want to walk through these scriptures and ask a couple questions. We're, like I said, we're going to interact here together. And I would love for you at home, if your family's watching together, that you would interact in the comments. You would interact. You would talk to one another. If you're not around anyone, please uh, go ahead and interact in the comments. Uh, the beginning of that passage in Proverbs chapter 4 says, Make wisdom your quest. Search for revel- the revelation of life's meaning. I mean, we people say this all the time. Like, what's the meaning of life, right? Search. You're actually commanded to search for life's meaning. Make wisdom your quest. I can't help it. I'm a Monty Python fan. I think of that scene where the old crotchety guy at the bridge is like, what is your quest, right? (laughs) I don't know if that's what he actually sounds like, but that's in my head. That's what it sounds like. He says, what is your quest? If you and I were at that bridge, we would not say, find the Holy Grail. We would say wisdom. Wisdom is our quest. If we're being guided by the scriptures, it's a journey. I love that. I love that it's a journey. It's not those who have learned something that find wisdom. It's those who have everything to learn. It's not that we are those who have learned. It's that we have everything to learn. Wisdom is a quest. It's a journey. It's not that we are arrived. It's that we are finding it. We're discovering it. We're looking for it. So here's the question. And we're going to put this on the screen uh, in just a second. Well, you can go ahead and put it on the screen. But here's the question. Have you ever asked that question? What is the meaning of life? Have you found an answer? If not, ask Holy Spirit now and discuss with one another what you hear. So go ahead and, you know, push past maybe your first thought. Maybe dig a little deeper into this question. Don't just uh, give good uh, Bible study answers. You know what I mean? Like, let's really talk about it. Talk about it with one another. We're going to talk about it here. Have you ever asked that question, what is the meaning of life? And have you found an answer? If not, right now, ask Holy Spirit and discuss with one another what you hear. Go ahead. We'll give you a couple minutes. Interact in the comments as well.
Come on. That was, we're having a great time discussing this. Hopefully you are hearing. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I see you guys in the comments. This is great. Yeah, amen. So good. Let's look at the next part of the same scripture of Proverbs 4 as you're just wrapping those conversations up there. If we throw it back to the second part of it, it says, Stick with wisdom and she will stick to you, protecting you throughout your days. This honestly makes me feel like, um, this reminds me of my mom. I don't know about you. Like, nobody sticks by you like your mother, you know? You've seen the meme, and please don't send me hate mail for this, but it's just hilarious. You've seen that meme that uh, only a mother would say that their son who's a drug addict is training to be a pharmacist. You know what I mean? Like, mama stick with you. Like, he's, a, he's training to be a pharmacist, you know, and he's de- dealing drugs. That's, for me, this wisdom is typified as a, as a woman. Lady wisdom, Proverbs 8 and 9. You know, that's not my opinion. That's just the way it talks about it. And so I just think that's important because when it says you stick with wisdom, she will stick to you. It's like, it's like ride or die language. You know, it's like, I'm with you no matter what, like we're not going anywhere. I'm with you to the end, no matter what you do. Right. So it goes on to say, she will rescue all those who passionately listen to her voice. She will rescue all those who passionately listen, passionately listen to her voice. Here's the point. It's not about passively listening for wisdom. It's about passionately listening to wisdom. The qualification is rescue will come if you're passionately listening, not passively listening. You know, you can't just hope, oh, maybe I'll get it one day. Oh, maybe I'll find the truth. Oh, maybe I'll discover it. Maybe somebody will preach something good and I'll, I'll get a nugget and that'll help me. No, it's about leaning in. It's about passionately on the edge of your seat, listening to the spirit of the living God which is the spirit of wisdom. So, this is, this, it says she will rescue those who do that. So here's the question, and we're going to throw it back to you guys online. You can go ahead and comment in the comments, or you can talk to one another. Here's the question. When have you been protected by wisdom? Has there ever been a time where you know wisdom rescued you? When have you been protected by wisdom? Go ahead and talk about it. A time where you know that wisdom rescued you. Come on.
Man, that's really good. We're having an amazing conversation about wisdom and patience working together. Some of you are also saying, like Janine, you said every day, truthfully, wisdom lights the path I walk on, and I don't want to make a move without her. That's totally, totally amazing. Absolutely. Um, Samuel Cabrera says, wisdom protected me from going to school in Colorado and sent me to Texas instead. Amen. Stephen said, I feel like I lean on wisdom every day and try to make sure that my own wisdom, that my own wisdom and that of the Lord's are one. Amen. Ooh, Sherry says, last night, literally last night, Brett had an emergency medical situation and I needed wisdom on how to pray, not out of emotions, but out of the truth. And he was healed instantly. Come on. How cool is that? Wow. The medic was in awe and Brett led him to Jesus. Come on. Come on. How cool is that? Love it. What a great testimony. Deborah says, wisdom directs me, gives me, give me answers when I need them and all I do. Amen. Come on. Angela says, how can I name only one? Yeah. We were saying the same thing. There are lots of time that wisdom, lots of times that wisdom has rescued us for sure. Come on. I hope, I hope this is really helping you. I feel like this is a really helpful conversation. Uh, just leaning into wisdom. And then I just want to, the third part there within one more question is where it says wisdom is the most valuable commodity. This is back in Proverbs chapter four. So buy it. Wisdom is the most valuable commodity. So buy it. Revelation knowledge is what you need. So invest in it. I mean, we were talking beforehand, but like buy wisdom, like doesn't that sound a little backwards? Like, isn't it the gift of salvation? Isn't it that we're supposed to have a, you know, it's all free, right? It's all free, what the Lord offers us. And that's true. But then there's this pursuit. There's a pursuit that actually is going to cost you something. It's free. We have the Holy Spirit without measure. But there's also a part of this that requires something of us, right? Investing in wisdom, buying wisdom, revelation knowledge, right? I just think that's an interesting conversation because even though the gift of salvation is completely free there is a pursuit of wisdom that will cost you something but then it says wisdom will exalt you when you exalt her truth so it's not just buying it it's not just investing in it it's actually exalting it once you find it right it's actually living by it it's not just hearing the word but being doers of the word right it's not just that we haven't have a access to something it's not that we like have a line of credit for something cool. It's we actually use it. We put it into practice. We don't just put it and hide it. We're going to use it. We exalt it. I believe that's what it's saying. That it will exalt us when we exalt it, her truth. So here's the question. I want you guys to talk about this. Thank you for interacting in the comments. Let's go ahead and ask the question. What are some ways you can invest in or buy wisdom? What does that look like to you? Go ahead and answer that question.
Come on, some really good stuff in here. Scott Smiley says, buying is an exchange of value. We exchange our time, effort, and attention to obtain or buy wisdom. Amen. So good. Claire Forlan says, Cody says, learning how to be patient and make decisions rather than rushing in. That, that'll preach. <laughs> Deborah, stepping out in faith when you have received wisdom when others think it is folly. Absolutely. Stephen, verifying thoughts with scripture, relationship with other Christians, testing the word of God outside of church. Wow, putting it into practice, totally. Study time, memorize, use it to create. Rhonda, good answer, absolutely. So good, keeping his word in your heart. Wow. <laughs> Samuel, that's funny. That's, that's the fruit of wisdom, my friend. He said, buying the engagement ring for my fiance. Yeah, that was the fruit of wisdom, for sure. For sure. Ben had an incredible answer uh, while we were talking. And, hey, Ben, you want to come share it? Do you want to just talk about that? Come on, this is Ben. He's amazing. He's one of our incredible leaders here. Just talk about that, uh, how you talk about mistakes and how that works. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, I was just thinking of, like, how our failures can be, learning from our failures can be wisdom. And that instead of um, making the failure and looking at it as a failure or a mistake, you're actually using that and, and uh, leveraging it, as Caleb put when we were talking, to... Um, learn from it, right? So you can actually pass that along. And if you if you look at failure as just a mistake and don't actually use it, that would be unwise. So um, it's being okay with those and moving forward and learning from it. And that, you know, is a big part of wisdom. So good. Thank you, man. It's investing your failure, sowing your mistakes so that you can reap a harvest of wisdom. That's That's so good. Maybe you should be preaching. I don't know. I'll just sit. I'll sit back there. You come up here, man. That is so good. I was like, why isn't that in my notes? Gosh. And then finally, at the end of the scripture, there it just says that she will lead you to honor and favor when you live your life by her insights. You will be adorned with beauty and grace, and wisdom's glory will wrap itself around you, making you victorious in the race. So you know, here's the deal, and I believe this is going to break false humility off of many of us. We should expect to be honored and given favor because we walk in wisdom. There should be an expectation in our hearts. That should be the proof. The proof is you were given favor and honor because you implemented wisdom. That's how you know. <laughs> That's how you know that you didn't let it go in one ear and out the other. So, I mean, do you see that? Do you see? Can you imagine yourself? Like the, the fruit of wisdom, walking in the ways of wisdom leads you to be exalted. Are you okay with that? Or are you going to, are you going to refuse the reward of the Lord? <laughs> He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Right? I think a lot of times we, we, we co-labor with God and then refuse the reward. What is that about? Like God is a good father. He wants to give you good stuff, especially when you do well right? I mean, we got to stop it. We just, we got to stop that in the church. We need to be, we need to expect to be favored and rewarded. Like what I mean is the world should look at us and go, they know what's up, <laughs> right? Like financially, hello, wouldn't that be great if the church led the way in wisdom for finances? 
physically, emotionally, health-wise, all of that. We should, be, we should expect the exaltation that comes with the fruit of wisdom and not refuse it when the Lord rewards us for walking in it. It's silly. It's silly. And the scripture says this is what to be expected. This is the fruit, you know? I think that's good news. Is victory your destination when you imagine following wisdom? Is victory your destination when you imagine following wisdom? Yes or no? These are just some things for you to think on throughout this week. Amen? Amen. Well, thank you guys for talking and having a great discussion. Thank you for listening to this message from The Resting Place Tampa. We exist for the lost to be found, the found to be free, and peace to reign in our city. For more great resources like this, check out TheRestingPlaceTampa.com.